the word and great was the company of them that published it so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God welcome to the know your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell senior now lend me your ear and let's go inside of know your Bible and hear God's life-changing word welcome to know your Bible of Greenwood Acres Full Gospel Baptist Church, domiciled right here in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I want to welcome you to Know Your Bible YouTube. Today we are talking about a monumental, historical, far-reaching subject, and that is Nisan 14. Nisan is the first month on the Jewish calendar. Just like over here in the Western Hemisphere, our first month, is January. Their first month is Nisan. It is Nisan. Here in America, uh, we sell a car, or they sell a car by the name of Nissan. N-I-S-S-A-N. This is not Nissan. This is Nisan. N-I-S-A-N. So there are going to be some things that I will share with you probably that you've never ever heard before in your life. But that's all right. God said through the book of Daniel, in the last days, knowledge shall increase. So welcome to Know Your Bible YouTube. I want to call your attention so you can see where this nice and thing comes in. I want to call your attention to the book of Exodus chapter 12. And we are going to be looking at verses 1 through 14. Exodus chapter 12, verses 1 through 14. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house Take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, 
a male of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day, underline that, the 14th day of the same month and of the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side post and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it and they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roast with fire, its head with its legs and with the pertinence thereof. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. And thus shall you eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And it shall be, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Now, first thing I need to establish with you is that it is the Lord's Passover. It was to be observed by Israel and obviously some proselytes, which would be Gentiles along the way, that would adapt the Jewish religion and the worshiping of Almighty God. So they were to kill the lamb in the evening. It is the Lord's Passover. And it was to be done on the 14th day of the first month of the year. The 14th day, underline that, of the first month of the Jewish New Year, the month Nisan, on the 14th day. So thus this message is Nisan 14. Now, when God established that memorial, it goes all the way back in the mind of God to when Adam and Eve sinned, God said, I am going to, in essence, I'm going to send you some help. The seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent and the serpent shall bruise his heel. The seed of the woman is the Lord Jesus Christ who was virgin born by this virgin that God chose Christ was born to fulfill God's promise that he would send the seed of the woman. And the seed of the woman, the Lord Jesus Christ, would bruise the head of the serpent. When? In resurrection, because he sure got up. And Christ's heels would be bruised. Where? In crucifixion. So the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent and the serpent shall bruise his heel. Now God said that the first 
month of the year, which is Nisan. On the 14th day of the first month is Nisan 14. Now, there is a thing that we really need to wrap our mind around as we move on so that we can more better understand Nisan 14 given by God to the nation of Israel. Now remember, it was the 14th day of Nisan, the first month of the year. That's what God said. In order to better understand that God is all wise, I mean, there is nothing that he does not know. I mean, God is on, dead on, to use that as a euphemism. And what I am saying is this, God is our creator, which means then that God knows science, God knows trigonometry, God knows everything that there is to know because he made everything that was made. You'll know what I'm talking about right here, right now. In Genesis chapter one, in Genesis chapter one and commencing at verse one, you'll find these consecrated words. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now you need to put a pen in this because God did not name days uh, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The only day that God named was the Sabbath and that day he rested. So he numbered the days. He did not name the days except for the Sabbath. Are we together? So the evening and the morning were the first day and the evening and the morning were the second day. And it went all the way out to the sixth day and the seventh day he rested. And that's what Sabbath means to cease from labor and to rest. So, since God did not name the days, the days were named basically by the Babylonians. It's where we get moon day and, 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 and Tuesday and all the rest of those days named by the Babylonians. And I'm not too sure if the Romans did not have their hand in it. And the reason that I'm saying this is because Jesus counted the days. And we're going to see that a little bit later. So Nisan 14 was the 14th day of the first month of the new year, and it's called Nisan. And the Lord's Passover was to be killed on Nisan 14. You got it? So the evening and the morning were the first day. So what the Lord did, he brought the day in in the evening time. And it started at six o'clock. Six o'clock p.m. 
was when the day got started. And I'm going to prove that in just a moment. And it came from 6 o'clock p.m. all the way down to 6 o'clock a.m., which started the daytime. So there, uh, there are 12 hours in the day. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> there are 12 hours in the day. Obviously, then, there are 12 hours in the night. I call your attention to John's Gospel, chapter 11 and verse 9. John's Gospel, chapter 11 and verse 9. You'll find these recorded words. Because you got to remember now, God numbered the days. And God is the one who decided what those days would comprise of. So there are 24 hours in a day. There are 12 hours at night and there are 12 hours in the day starting at 6 a.m. Now remember, here in the Western Hemisphere, our days start at 12 midnight. And this is what has confused a lot of people down through the years that our days start at 12 midnight. The Jewish day start or started at 6 p.m. in the evening. So at 6 o'clock in the evening, all the way around to 6 o'clock a.m. in the morning was 12 hours. 6 o'clock in the morning, all the way up to 6 p.m. that evening was the day hours. So in John's Gospel chapter 11, and if you would key in on verse 9, the Lord Jesus is speaking. John 11 and 9, Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? So we see that there are 12 hours in the day. The evening and the morning were the first day. Amen. And so when God created everything, he didn't name the days, he numbered the days. So Jesus said in John 11 and 9, are there not 12 hours in the day? Now, what went without saying? What went without saying is that there are 12 hours also in the night. So as we look at Nisan 14, as we work our way up to the 14th day of the first month of the year, which is Nisan, we're going to find out when Christ was crucified and what day that was. That is very, very important because there are a lot of folk that would have you to think that Jesus was crucified on a good Friday. That's not right. That's not correct. And we are going to prove that. So remember the evening and the morning were the first day, the evening and the morning were the second day. And it goes on out from there. Nice and 14. The 14th day of Nisan, the first month of the year on the Jewish calendar. Amen. And God said that the Passover was to be observed on Nisan 14. In the gospel, according to Matthew, and if you would key in on chapter 12, you'll find these words, Matthew chapter 12 and verse 
38 through 41. These words are recorded. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days, and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they prepared, they repented, at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, a greater than Jonah is here. Jesus said that Jonah was three days, as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the fish, of the great fish, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now here Jesus has already established that there are 12 hours in the day. God the Father in creation, the evening and the morning were the first day. Jesus said, as Jonah the prophet was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, even so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth. How long? For three days and three nights. Now remember, the evening and the morning were the first day. And at six o'clock, it was daylight, and that was considered daytime all the way up until 6 p.m. And in some places, there were two evenings, but that's another subject at another time. So, Jesus said that he would be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. Now somebody please hurry up and come and take over this broadcast and tell me about Good Friday. That's, that's what you need to tell the brother so I can get it right. Because evidently, I don't have it right. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. After much prayer and supplication, God has given to me to give to the body of Christ Nice and 14. So when Jesus said the son of man shall be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights, what did he really mean? i tell you what he meant. He meant that after his crucifixion and after he would have said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And after those last eight sayings of Jesus, when he committed his spirit into the hands of Almighty God, Jesus went to hell, which is the belly of the earth or the heart of the earth. Jesus was thrust into hell for three lost eternities. Now, wait just a moment. If he spent three days and three nights in the belly of the fish and God numbered the days, 
and he did. Then that brings us up to understand what day Christ would be crucified. I submit to you that Christ Jesus, our blessed Lord, was crucified on the Passover day. What day was that? That was Wednesday. How do I know? I know because I can read. And I know because God has blessed me to read with comprehension. So the three days and three nights in the heart of the earth is hell itself. Jesus went to hell so that you and I would not have to go there. Now the man said he would spend 72 hours there. Not a half a day on Friday and then on Saturday and then he be raised on Sunday. Man, you can't get 72 hours out of that. The Lord was talking straight time, straight time. And in that straight time, he would spend in the prison house of the dam for you and for me. So the Lord went from Calvary straight into hell itself to spend three lost eternities separated from God the Father. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's what the man said at Calvary. Don't you know he said that? Well, if he said that, then that means that he was forsaken by God and that he was smitten of God and afflicted. But hold the pickle in the mail. He was wounded. Hallelujah. For our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. So don't tell me you haven't done something wrong since you've been born again. So drop your religious rocks, repent and receive the comfort of God for the forgiveness of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ. So the man said, I'm going to spend three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. You know what the problem is with some of our churches? is that we don't believe Jesus. Therein lie the problem. And so if we don't believe Jesus for the words that he said, then we are all at a disadvantage. But the Lord who cannot lie promised before the world was that we would be redeemed. How? Through the precious blood of the lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was born in Bethlehem, raised up in Nazareth, walked the dusty lanes of Galilee, because Nazareth was in Galilee, just like Shreveport is in Cattle Parish. But when the time had come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. And Jesus kept the whole law for you and for me, because none of us, even today, can keep it. So, I submit to you that Jesus, who was God in the flesh, who numbered the days, because the days were not given names except for the Sabbath. In Matthew Gospel, chapter 26, I want you to listen very, very carefully. 
because in Matthew chapter 26, verse one, verses 1 and 2, you'll find these consecrated words. And the Bible says, And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, You know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. That's what he said. Two days after two days is the feast of the Passover and the son of man is betrayed to be crucified. Man, that just almost rips my heart out because the man is on his way to Calvary to die for me and to die for you. Now he says after two days. Now remember, God didn't name the days. He numbered the days. The evening and the morning were the first day. Well, when Jesus said, after two days is the Passover and the Son of Man is going to be crucified, it had to be Wednesday that he was talking about for the Passover. So when he said, after two days, the Son of Man will be betrayed and crucified, after what? Two days. So it had to be Monday when the Lord made that statement because you got to get those 72 hours in that commences after Nisan 14th, which is the Passover. Let that marinate for a minute. So then, after two days, you notice how the Lord said that, after two days. Well, then he had to have made that statement on a Monday because after two days would be the Passover, which would be a Wednesday, which would be the day that he would be killed, which would be nice and 14. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. So he said after two days. So he made that statement on a Monday, the same day that he rolled into Jerusalem. So get rid of Palm Sunday. It didn't happen. Jesus came into Jerusalem on a Monday. And he said, after two days, the son of man will be crucified and betrayed. Talking about Judas from carry off. Oh, my Lord, he said it. And what I want you to understand by the auspices of the Holy Spirit is what happened on that Wednesday. Because he said, after two days, the son of man would be betrayed and crucified. So I submit to you, when time rolled on, on that Wednesday that started at 6 p.m., nice and 14, first day of the month, that all the way down from 6 o'clock p.m. all the way to 6 o'clock a.m., where they led him out to crucify him, all of the things that happened to Jesus basically happened to him in one day, which was Nisan 14. So what are some of the things that happened to our Lord on the day that he would be crucified? Because his day started after two days, the day of the Passover, that brought that to Wednesday. Because you have to get 72 hours in before the resurrection. Not partial time or a partial day. So you can't come in with a good Friday 
sometime afternoon, that does not work. You can't get it in. So here are some of the things that happened to Jesus Christ in one day, nice and 14, starting at 6.01 p.m. in the evening time. All right, one of the first things is the Lord's Passover supper. Now, I'm not saying that I necessarily have these in order, uh, but some of them are. So just pardon me because I want you to understand that Nisan 14 started at 6.01 p.m. on that Wednesday, okay? So we have the Lord's Passover and then the institution of the Lord's Supper, all in one night, all in one setting. Then we have the betrayal of Judas Iscariot. The third thing, we have the arrest of Jesus where they arrested him in the garden of Gethsemane. The fourth thing, they led him from courtroom to courtroom in a trial setting which was illegal to be done to have a trial at night, but who cared? Because very few people cared about Jesus anyway. So they had the trial at night. The fifth thing, they brought a liar in to talk about Jesus saying, destroy this temple and I will build it up in three days. He was talking about Herod's temple. Amen, he was not talking about Herod's temple. He was talking about his body that if it were to die through crucifixion, the third day it would be raised. But they lied, said that he said that he would destroy the temple and build it in three days. And they had been trying to get that thing up for 40 some odd years. So Jesus was not talking about the destruction of Herod's temple, amen? He was talking about his body being put to death. So they led him from courtroom to courtroom and then the liar lied about the destruction of the temple. The sixth thing is that Judas brought the money back and threw it down in the temple and went out and hanged himself. All this is taking place on Nisan 14. One day. My goodness, aren't these folk busy? About as busy as a one-armed paper hanger. The seventh thing. Jesus is examined by Pontius Pilate and Pilate says, I find no fault in this man. The eighth thing, Pilate's wife warned him to leave that man alone and have nothing to do with that man. The ninth thing, Pilate asked the people to choose between Jesus and Barabbas. The people chose Barabbas. They said, give us Barabbas because oftentimes, and even in this country right now, the shape that we're in is because people choose their leaders based upon who they are. No pun intended, pray mightily. Hallelujah. So, when uh, that happened and the people chose Barabbas, the soldiers beat Jesus in the face. Yes, they did. 
and they switched clothes. And then they put his clothes back up on him. And they brought Jesus out of the Praetorium Hall on the way to Calvary to be crucified. Now we are into the six o'clock hour, the daylight, because all of this shenanigan was done nice and 14 in the dark, the trial, the betrayal, all of that, nice and 14, that Wednesday. So they lay hands on Simon of Serene, a black man, to bear Christ's cross to Calvary. That's right, Simon of Serene, was a black man. When they came out of the Praetorium Hall, they lay hands on him to bear Jesus' cross all the way to Calvary. The 13th thing, the evening and the morning were the first day from darkness on nice and 14 all the way to daylight. And at six o'clock a.m., nice and 14, on that Wednesday morning, the Lord's Christ was led out to Calvary to be crucified. And as he passed by, he told the women, don't weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. All this is nice and 14. Now, it has come from 6.01 p.m., nice and 14, Wednesday, all the way down to six o'clock in the morning because you know they laid our Lord out to be crucified somewhere around about six o'clock in the morning after he had been up all night long. Now, when they laid him out, Via Della Rosa, all the way outside of the walls of Jerusalem to Calvary, out on a hill, stood an old rugged cross. So they led him out there to crucify him. They nailed Jesus to the cross and crucified him somewhere between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. in the morning nice and 14, because it's the Lord's Passover. And God numbered the days, and it would be Wednesday, the middle of the week, hump day, nice and 14, because they had to get in those seven to two hours, so the Lord was on that cross from nine o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the afternoon, which is called the evening oblation. And so when the Lord Jesus Christ gave up the ghost, it was three o'clock in the afternoon on nice and 14, the Lord's Passover. So that meant then that they had less than three hours to go and beg Jesus' body from Pilate, get it down, get it wrapped, put the aloes inside of the linen, wrap his body and bury him in the tomb before 6 o'clock p.m. that same Wednesday. Because at 6.01 p.m. on nice and 14, it would turn over to Thursday. In the evening and the morning was the first day. 
So therefore, they begged the body of Jesus and they had to get it into the tomb before 6 o'clock p.m., nice and 14, because at 6.01, it turns to be Thursday. So Jesus' body would lay in the tomb for three days. He would be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. That's 72 hours. So what happened is that when they got his body into Joseph's brand new tomb, before 6 p.m., Nisan 14th, according to God's command to the children of Israel. So Jesus' body was put in Joseph's tomb and then they went away. So from 6 p.m. Thursday, the evening and the morning, all the way around to 6 p.m. Friday, all the way around from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Saturday, all the way around 12 hours from 6 p.m. Saturday, all the way around to 6 o'clock a.m. Sunday morning, the beginning of the first day of the week. Jesus Christ, our blessed Lord, was raised up from the dead on Sunday morning, the first day of the week. So Thursday all night, Friday all night, Saturday all night, his body lay in Joseph's tomb while Jesus' soul was in hell. And the Bible says, thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. So the third day, God raised up Jesus from the dead. When was Christ raised up? On Nisan 18. He was crucified on Nisan 14. So if you put three days between that, that brings you up to the 17th of Nisan and Christ was raised after 601 on Nisan 18. Because you know the Lord wasn't going to break the Sabbath. And that's traditionally Saturday. Hallelujah. So our Lord spent three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And his body lay in Joseph's tomb. Jesus was raised up from the dead at 6.01 p.m. on Sunday, the first day of the week and met with his disciples on Sunday in the upper room, the first day of the week. So nice and 14, the Passover. Nice and 15, 16, and 17, his body lay in Joseph's tomb. But hallelujah, the third day, <laughs> It was the third day that God raised up Jesus from the dead with all power, all power, every bit of it in heaven and in earth in his awesome hand. Oh yes, he got up from there. 
He got up and paralyzed the forces of hell that was in Joseph's tomb that tried to hold his body down. Can't no power hold down the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He died in my place, died in your place, and he ain't gonna die no more. So if you're watching this broadcast and you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, you need to get to know him today because there is a fountain and it's filled with blood and it's drawn from Emmanuel's veins. That's right, God with us. And sinners plunge beneath that flood. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus and lose all their guilt and stain. Are you guilt tripping about your sins today? The things you've done in your past, the things you wish that you could do over again, the things that you wish that you could reconcile to God. God has already reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. Only thing you need to do is come to Christ right here today, right here and now, because his love for you will never change and will never grow old. So today is the day of salvation. And right now is the acceptable time. Accept Christ into your life today while you can, because you may not have this chance again. Let the Lord enter your heart today so that you can experience the redemptive power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If it's your desire to sow seed into this ministry, then you may send your tithes and offerings and free will offerings to Greenwood Acres, 7480 Greenwood Road in Shreveport, Louisiana, zip 71119. That's Greenwood Acres, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, zip 71119. If you want to cash app, that's right, you can cash app us with your tithes and offerings, free will offerings and gifts of love, go in on your cash app, push the dollar sign, and then type in Greenwood Acres FGBC, dollar sign, cash app, dollar sign, Greenwood Acres FGBC. We would love to hear from you. So until the next time you pray for me, I'll be praying for you. And remember, nice and 14 <laughs> is a reality. And to know these truths is to set you a cut above in the body of Christ. Search it out and you'll find it to be the truth. Hey, much love to you. We'll see you next time on Know Your Bible YouTube. God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.